The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the second Sunday after the Epiphany. Again, thinking of the wise men coming to worship the infant Jesus. Today, Sunday was the second Sunday after the celebration of that. Well, we're looking at Isaiah chapter 49 and we're looking at verses 1 and 5 through 6. Jesus said, Listen to me, you islands, hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my birth, he made mention of my name. And now the Lord says, He who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring back Jacob, to bring Jacob back to him, and to gather Israel to himself. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He says, It is too small a thing for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob, and to bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. My dear friends in Christ, when a Gentile woman came to Jesus and looked to Jesus for help because her daughter was suffering from demon possession, Jesus said to that woman, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And that does sound so terribly harsh coming from our Savior, but remember, our Savior did end up healing that daughter and casting out the demon that she was possessed by. However, when Jesus came here to this earth, his main task was to deal with the Jews and to train his disciples so that they could go out into all the world to both Jew and Gentile with the gospel message. Well, in our reading, Jesus, Isaiah writes, and now the Lord says, he who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring back Jacob, to bring Jacob back to him, and to gather Israel to himself. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He says, it is too small a thing for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob, and to bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring my salvation to the ends of the earth during his ministry, didn't Jesus didn't preach to many Gentiles. His main audience, as I said, that was the Jews. But still, he was a light for the Gentiles, for all people, because he came to live and to die and to pay for the sins of absolutely everyone. And now, how thankful we Gentiles have to be that, as it says here, it is too small a thing for Jesus to be God's servant, to save God's Old Testament people, chosen people. He wants you and me and all people in his believing family. He was always concerned about extending his kingdom, about adding more and more souls to the church, to his believing family. Well, Jesus was sent to live and to die for us to extend God's kingdom so all people might enjoy the blessings of heaven. 
And as believers in our Lord and Savior, our victorious Lord, we're now sent to extend that kingdom of God. But how can we do that? Actually, the real work, of course, is always done by the Holy Spirit working through the Word. But how can we be involved in that? Well, it's not always easy for us to get someone to come to church with us. People will come up with so many excuses. And it's difficult sometimes to find just the right time to talk to some people about our faith. So how can we work for extending the Lord's kingdom? Well, the fact is, is that we shouldn't force religion on anyone. You can't force someone to believe or force someone to go to church. But when we have the chance, and we're always going to be wanting to look for the chance, we'll try to let people know how happy and how blessed we are because we have Jesus the Savior, because we have peace with God, because we have the forgiveness of our sins. What we're always going to want to do is let people see the joy that's in our hearts because of Jesus the Savior and the joy that we have when we gather together with fellow Christians because that's such a wonderful thing where we can encourage and strengthen one another to be with fellow Christians around the Word of God, to have the sacrament, oh, that is such a blessing, and to let people know that we enjoy those things what a witness that can be making and the Holy Spirit can be working through us to reach more and more souls so that more and more people would say, let's not give up meeting together and all the more as we see the day approaching. A story that I often recall is about a man who had just gotten a new hunting dog and he took him out to see how he'd perform and he was absolutely thrilled. He took the dog out and, and what happened is that the dog came upon the scent of a bear. And so enthusiastically he was following his dog, but then the dog stopped for a second, put his nose to the ground, sniffed a little bit and changed direction because he had caught the scent of a deer in the path of the bear and then he changed directions and followed the deer. And he went on again, and then all of a sudden he's sniffing the ground again, and what had happened then is that a rabbit had crossed the path of the deer, and so he followed the path of the rabbit. And so it went on and on a little bit that they were changing directions like that, and finally what happened is that this great hunting dog was standing there above the hole of a field mouse. And that's because he had gotten so distracted that he didn't follow through on his real mission. And now the fact of the matter is, is that it's easy for us Christians to kind of be like that hunting dog. It's easy for us to be distracted from Christ and his word. It's easy to be distracted because of work or family or friends or hobbies, Facebook, sports, TV, computers, cell phones, and, and a host of other things. And, and now those things in and of themselves, they're not wrong. But there are so many things that can distract. Oh, COVID does such a great job of distracting people away from the Word of God. There are so many things that can distract us. Let's thank God 
that Christ wasn't distracted as he went to the cross, as he headed from the manger to the cross. He was always concerned about extending his kingdom, about adding more souls into his believing family. So let's ask God for his help so that in our lives we wouldn't be distracted, but we'd be focused more and more on our Savior and his word. And let's be so thankful that our Savior is so dedicated and determined to have you and me and more and more people in his kingdom, in his kingdom now and in his kingdom forever in heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for making us members of your believing family and heirs of eternal life. Thank you also for letting us know you want to include more and more of our family, friends, and people throughout the world in your believing family. Help us in our efforts to share the news of your grace and love so the Holy Spirit can work through us to keep extending your kingdom and bringing more people into your church. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.